Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free Tuesday morning, live from the South Point Sportsbook here in Las Vegas. So happy to have you along. Joined today by Wes Reynolds, who is basically on every single show on our network. I'm pretty sure you have been on every show, Wes, at one point. He'll be on long shots later today. Gone racing this week, Wes. What what haven't you been on? We're, we're, uh, I haven't been on a horse racing show. So right. come on, get on that, Ron Flatter. Book yeah. me on the pod, right? Yeah, come on. Follow him at uh, Wes Reynolds 1. We're filling in for Patrick Baher and Michael Lombardi as we welcome you in to the Lombardi line with our producer, Stephanie Kamershack. Uh, Wes mentioned your, your Twitter handle. We start with some of our top headlines, which uh, last night we thought maybe would be the end of the run for the Montreal Canadiens. That did not happen. Uh, I, I say your Twitter handle. You, people should be following Wes because while that was going on, you were you were tweeting about like a Kiss A and E documentary. Well, that, that's the sort of content you get from Wes. I was enjoying the DJ at the <laughs> Bell Center last night up in Montreal. Absolutely on point, and uh, played a, a classic Kiss song. And it was a band I was never into, but they're doing the Kissery documentary, a, a two-parter on the band. And of course, this is their farewell tour. Essentially, I know they've had one before, but I think that this is finally it for Kiss. And they were showing it on A and E, and it was a band I was never really into, but I was like. Wow, this is a really well-done documentary. It really chronicles the history of the band, and they don't pull any punches, talk about the ups and downs, and when they kind of fell out of favor with the fans and fans stopped coming to the shows and the music wasn't as good, firing guys from the band, replacing them with other musicians. So I'm a sucker for all those like musical type of stories and documentaries because I'm a music buff. So it was good, and they played a song in Montreal last night during one of the, one of the breaks, and look, credit to to the Montreal Canadiens. They they didn't pack it in, and Tampa Bay looked like it was going to dominate early, that it was going to be real one-way traffic, but Montreal hung in there, got yeah. the 3-2 win in overtime. I think I think since 1946, that was the last time a team in the Stanley Cup Finals avoided a sweep, getting a game-winning goal in overtime, and I believe that was the Bruins over the Montreal Canadiens. So Montreal really hung in there, and it looked like they were going to be done for heading into that extra period because Shea Weber took a late four-minute penalty, right. uh, a major penalty there, so they had to kill part of it in regulation then had to kill the rest of it in overtime, but the Montreal Canadiens live to fight another day, and Mayor Castor in Tampa may get her wish. 
Because they were like, well, I kind of hope they lose so they can clinch it at home. But now, who knows if it's going to be played on that day with all the weather down there. Yeah, well, we already saw Indians and uh, and the Rays. That's already been called off tonight with the tropical storm bearing down on the uh, the Tampa Bay area. But, uh, but yes, I'm glad I could set you up with the, the KISS content. That's, that's what we like. Uh, producer Steph, I know, was scrambling. Like, wait, we have KISS B-roll? Can we play? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's she, not, she's like, that's, that wasn't no. on the rundown not for, on, the, not for on, this very Not program. on the rundown. But, uh, yes, as Wes mentions, uh, the Canadians do keep the Stanley Cup final alive about a plus 125 uh, consensus underdog last night over Tampa Bay winning that game 3-2 in overtime thanks thanks to the Josh Anderson game winning goal his second of the game and as a result the total of five with heavy juice to the over at minus 145 pushes lightning have been uh, very bad in, in these overtime games now and for this postseason even though they outshoot Montreal 34-21 uh, you see on your screen as you watch at vcin.com the current Series betting odds, courtesy of BetMGM. And I know, Wes, you mentioned the whole angle with the mayor, and you kind of laugh watching it. You're like, okay, do these, do these guys know how sports works? It's like you're not just going to punt on a game to win the cup in your home city. I know a lot of the, the narrative, though, was you know, maybe this is just a feel-good night for, for the Canadians. It's great to see all the, uh, the, the 20,000 fans packed in like sardines while only... 3,000 were actually allowed inside uh, inside the building. At but the, it was uh, packed Center. outside for no, sure. No, it, it was very much packed outside. But the narrative was, okay, is this just a you know feel-good story for the Canadians? They get one, avoid the sweep. It's you know the so-called gentleman sweep going back to Tampa Bay. Do you, do you tend to think that's uh, how this plays out? Or is this oh, could this actually be the start of uh, something special here? I don't think it's a start of a four-game-in-a-row rally down 3-0 here. But I did think Montreal before the series was at least going to get a game, and now they have gotten one. But it's almost like, okay, we're up against it, so maybe we're playing with house money. Tampa pressure is still clearly on Tampa Bay. But I liked before the series lightning in five. I felt lightning in five, lightning in six was well worth a bet. And obviously, you see it priced accordingly here at BetMGM. Minus $2 for Tampa Bay to go ahead and win 4-1, to one, obviously. I'm not sure if you want to bet that. You want to check kind of the commensurate price for what the money line is going to be for Game 5. It's probably pretty similar in terms of the price when you're looking at it. I think I'm seeing 220. So, Lightning 4-1 to one series score would be minus $2. And if you're that confident that the Lightning's going to win Game 5, you might as well lay 20 cents less on the price. But I felt 4-1, 4-2 is there. I don't think that this is going to go seven games either way. So, Tampa Bay, I think, should get right you know Montreal I think that's the thing about the National Hockey League why you don't see a lot of sweeps these guys have pride and these yeah. guys don't give you an inch and they give you an honest effort pretty much night in and night out, whether it's playoffs or regular season so that's really what you saw from Montreal last night they're a team that you know when they finally got their first lead of the series when they got to one nothing it's like they are a much better team when they can play with the lead tampa bay can play from behind and they can generate offense in a hurry with multiple lines and all the depth they have on their team and you essentially saw that last night they came back from one goal deficits twice so you know, Montreal, that's kind of their only recipe for victory is they got to get an early goal and then play defense, have Carey Price be great between the pipes and just kind of hold on for dear life. Yes. Standing on one's head is, uh, yes, kind of the uh, the requirement if you're going to beat Tampa Bay. Montreal still, as we showed you, the, the books uh, not really buying that a comeback is in the cards because Montreal still 12 to 1 uh, to to win the series. Tampa Bay minus 2,500 there. It would be the second team in NHL history to overcome a 3-0 Stanley Cup playoff final deficit. Only the 42 Maple Leafs over the Red Wings uh, did that. You remember that uh, series? I remember that team very well. Back when, you know, we talk about like dime betting now. You know, you you bet a dime, that's a thousand bucks. Well, like back then, I bet a dime, it was a literal dime. Literal dimes were being bet back back in that uh, series. We're going to have Lou Finicaro on to talk not only UFC, but also uh, the NHL, get his thoughts on the Stanley Cup final a little bit later in the show. As Wes did mention, though, the way things opened, lightning at BetMGM, minus 220, plus 180 on the Montreal side. Total of five right now, juice to the over at minus 125. So a uh, good point made by U.S. on the, if you want the four to one exacta, you still can get that at a slightly cheaper price, uh, minus 200. So we'll talk to Lou Finacaro later. Also another point spread weekly contributor, Will Hill. We'll get to him later this hour as we're just getting started here on the Lombardi line. The other big headline though today, Wes, it is the start of the NBA Finals. It'll be without though one of the big stars in Giannis and Denacupo. At least we think that'll be the case. Report coming out last night. He'll be doubtful for game one. Not uh, too much of a surprise. And I would have to think, Wes, this was already pretty well baked into the line because we saw it at about five and a half. 
It's moved to six, and it already had gotten to six at a couple spots before that, uh, that Malika Andrews report from last night. Coach Mike Budenholzer saying, quote, he's making good progress so far. Uh, total's also been bet up. We're now seeing it at 219 West from 217 and a half, even 219 and a half behind us at our South Point studio. So I, like, I imagine this was already baked in, not uh, too much value to be had. If you're a casual better, it's not like run to the window, bet Phoenix, because mm-hmm. this was already a, an assumption, I would have thought, right, from the bookmakers that uh, Giannis would not be playing game one. Yeah, and and what I did here was basically bet the opener on the over. I bet 217.5 because I think it's been well documented that Milwaukee, at least for two games, that's not saying you can do it every night. Usually in a one- or two-game scenario, it's more doable than it is long-term. Now we're getting into the third game without Giannis in the lineup. But you really see with Milwaukee, the defense suffers without him on the floor. The offense, there have been guys that have been able to step up, whether it's Lopez. It's kind of been by committee, really. It's been Lopez. It's been Middleton. It's been Holiday. And those are the suspects you would expect. But Bobby Portis had an over 20-point game, I believe, in, in, in game six. So you're, you've really seen these guys step up in terms of the, the regular starters. But you're going to need that off the bench, too. You're going to need uh, Bryn Forbes to hit some shots. You're going to need Connor tend to hit some shots. You're going to need Bobby Portis. So I did bet this over at 217 and a half, just kind of taking the number 219 and a half right now. And we'll see if there's a little bit of a buyback on that. That's where I don't think maybe necessarily the, the line was adjusted. I thought the point spread, like you said, baked into the cake mm-hmm. at five and a half or six. So I don't think all of a sudden you're going to see people, even though betters have had the tendency to overreact to injuries where it's like, okay, you know, it's out there, but then it gets like officially announced. You get the Woj bomb or the Shams bomb or Malika Andrews or any of the great NBA reporters out there and they put it out there so then they go ahead and bet and then maybe it goes up about a half a point so keep in mind you know you're already paying the tax here if you want to lay Phoenix not saying that's the wrong side I don't really have an opinion as of right now on the side but what I would be looking to do for the series though and I'm probably not going to do it being that they're that they're six point underdogs here I do kind of like the Bucks in this series. I think eventually we are going to see Giannis on the floor here. Maybe as possibly as early as game two. I don't know the severity of the injury, but it seems like from what I've been reading, he's been getting at least a little bit closer game by game. So I do like the Bucks here in this series. I think this is finally maybe their year because we've seen the last two years, they were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference and then they face planted both years. So now they're finally through, but you have a Phoenix Sun team that I think is playing with confidence and you know if this comes down to last man standing ironically that sitcom concluded its nine-year run recently on Fox Phoenix Suns might be the last man standing right now because they are the healthiest team I think by far of any of the teams that were remaining when we were at four and then even when we were at eight but now we're down to two so look is this Chris Paul is this finally his year where he gets over the hump so you know, we'll get to it when we get to MVP odds. I right. kind of think if you like the Phoenix Suns, you really should like Chris Paul for the MVP because unless Devin Booker just goes stupid crazy with numbers here and averages like 45 a night, I think it's going to be Chris Paul because I think these riders that vote on these awards like to give it to the guy that is the veteran that finally gets there, i.e. Peyton Manning, Super Bowl 41, where he kind of had a pedestrian game. Mm -hmm. And it was really the running game that carried the Colts in that win over the Chicago Bears down in Miami. But they gave it to Peyton Manning because he had been stonewalled so many times in the playoffs by Tom Brady and even Mark Sanchez and a couple others. But it was the Colts finally breaking through. And maybe this is Chris Paul finally breaking through. And that's why it's priced at 150. I know when we were talking a couple weeks ago, we were saying Chris Paul eight to one. Now this is when obviously more teams were involved uh, in terms of the, perhaps getting to the finals or winning a championship. But I think it's got to be Chris Paul if if, if Phoenix is going to win this series, he's going to get the MVP. It, yeah, hard for me to disagree with you uh, on that. Love Will Forte, of course. That's a it's a great it's a great mention. Last last uh, last man standing. 
Yes. Who 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 on the Phoenix Suns is McGruber then in that uh, in that case? Well, I, I don't know who Tim Allen is, who of course was the star of of that uh, particular sitcom. Uh, maybe it'll be Chris Paul if he's the leading oh, okay. man here in the series. If you like the Phoenix side, see, I'm more of the uh, you know I'm a millennial. Last man on earth is I you know I would go that direction. Yes. We can yes. we can quabble over that. Wes is more Wes uh, is more of the pop culture. Guy I'm an old I, fart, so I've actually I, seen that show. It's okay. That's it's 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 worth your time. Uh, you, we saw we saw the MVP odds a moment ago. Just one quick note on those with the Giannis news. He has gone from three to one last night. And as soon as that Malik Andrews report comes out, he is now plus 450. So keep that in mind. And we've seen most of the shifts here come on the buck side where Chris Middleton bet from six to one down to five to one. A big shift on Drew Holiday from 18 to one down to 11 to one. One angle I was looking at with with this West that is kind of intrigued me here. And it made me actually like do some math because I was talking with our producer Stephanie before the show. I'm like, am I just terrible at math here? Or am I actually onto something? Because the exact number of games is a very interesting market that you can bet on and unlike you I'm, I'm not so sold on a side here I tend to still be not re- you know not really buying like on the Mike Budenholzer side we've seen him mangle so many of these mm-hmm. games with in-game situational adjustments I'm not really in the position to trust the Bucks. however this does feel like a very competitive tight deep series so my initial thought here was, well, why wouldn't I just grab the over five and a half games? Now that is juiced at BetMGM to minus 190. But uh, as uh, Stephanie Kamerschek, our outstanding producer, was giving us a lot of the other betting options. And this is what you get now as you get into deep in the playoffs, NBA Finals type scenario where you can bet the exact outcome of games. You can bet six games, as you see on your screen, plus 190 or seven games also at plus 190. And doing the math here, Wes, it's interesting. Let's say you bet 100 bucks on each of those six Six games plus 190 to win to win 197. You make the same bet. You're basically betting 200 bucks to win 190, which mm-hmm. is about minus 105, which is the same exact bet as betting the over five and a half, which is juiced to a minus 190. We normally see a little bit of discrepancy in the juices on some of these different prop bets that are the same thing, but that's a that's a pretty big discrepancy for a bet that I think a lot of people will want to make if you think. This is a, a pretty tight uh, series. Am I? I'm not crazy on that. All right, like that, no, that's a huge amount of juice. No, and and you look. There's not really a lot aside from Giannis's injury. There's not really a lot separating these teams right now. These two teams met twice in the regular season. Phoenix won both meetings by a combined two points. By the way, and one of those games was without Drew Holiday. So so keep that in mind. And that's why you don't see. I think I think the straddle would be a lot different if Giannis was able to give it a go and game one you might see the bucks at like plus 130 or plus a dollar and a quarter if that so you know it's already baked in and it's already accounted for and this time of year you're not necessarily going to find what i would call quote unquote line value you just kind of have to handicap the game and go by the situation because the variance is just so paper thin now that you're down to two teams everything is baked in in terms of the injuries and then as we go along in the series you're going to get an idea of what the matchup is or what a team's deficiency is if if uh phoenix is going to go ahead and shred that drop defense that the Milwaukee Bucks run, which Chris Ball and Devin Booker can do mm-hmm. in the pick and roll. So you're, we're going to see. I think tonight is going to give us kind of a, at least a somewhat of a good indicator of what we can yeah. expect. Would you us. endorse that though? Play both the six and the seven instead of the over five and a half? That would probably yeah. be the way I would go. I mean, right. to at least, you know, lock in some profit, perhaps, assuming that you think this is going to be a long series. Okay. Again, we're going to talk more about this uh, big game one in the series coming up uh, later on in the show. Up next, though, we go across the pond to Wimbledon. A lot happening uh, right now in the, the All-England Club. We'll talk about that next right here on the Lombardi Line. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. 
I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human-moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted on specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the Lombardi Line. Joined by Wes Reynolds, I'm Ben Wilson. Thanks so much for hanging out with us Tuesday here in Las Vegas, coming to you from our South Point studios. Uh, thanks to Stephanie Kamerschak, our uh, producer, and Goldstone uh, on audio as well. As we go across the pond, Wes, take a look at the action going on right now in Wimbledon because things are starting to get good. And even for the casual tennis betters about, out there, this is usually the time in the tournament where the attention is really uh, uh, paid deeply into these matches as we're getting closer and closer uh, to the finish line here. It's been all chalk, though, today. Mm-hmm. I know you were on uh, Karolina Pliskova, the uh, big-serving Czech Republic uh, native who was at 7-1 to on the futures market entering today. Dominant win earlier uh, against, uh, in her match, over Victoria Golovic, 6-2, 6-2. Arena Sabalenka wins over Anz Jabur, the Tunisian, 4-3. and three. Uh, Sabalenka was about a minus-125 favorite. Pliskova minus-225. And uh, Angelique Kerber over Karolina Muhova, minus-155 favorite. Kerber wins also in straight sets, 2-3. and three. And uh, right now, Ash Barty, the top seed, really putting it to fellow Aussie Aya uh, Tamjanovic. 6-1, 3-1 right now. Barty minus 600, the favorite coming into today. So uh, a whole lot of chalk going on on the women's side. However, we had a big upset in the men's side and kind of a tough break for the tournament's number two seed, Daniil Medvedev. Uh, Wes, he was a minus 650 favorite over, over uh, the pole, 14th seed, Hubert Urkacz. And uh, was leading two sets to one on serve yesterday when rain halted all play on the outer courts. Medvedev, he was, it was the only match that was still left 
not played on a court where they have the roof, where center court, court one, you can uh, you can have the roof covering. So comes out today and uh, and gets blitzed, loses 6-3 in the fourth and loses 6-3 in the fifth. So big upset, Wes, on the MN side. Herkic had never been out of the second round in a grand yeah. slam and now finds himself in the quarterfinals against Roger Federer. And Roger early on did kind of look shaky in this draw. Uh, if you're if you're looking, he was the sixth seed, obviously was about to go five sets with Monterano in the first round before he hurt himself late in the fourth set, just a slip on the grass and hurt his knee and then got a straight set win over Gasquet. Cam Norrie took a set over him and then he wins in straights over Sanigo. So now the draw and Roger Federer, I think as we've gone along, the competition maybe has gotten a little bit less, but he's looked a little bit more comfortable. So he's obviously going to be, I think, a sizable favorite over Herkatz, who's, uh, you know, this is essentially his first rodeo, even though Roger, I'm looking right now about plus two or minus 250, yeah. minus 240. So look, you're not going to get Roger Federer at 39 years old, I think is a really huge favorite, but decent enough. So just looking at this men's draw, uh, Djokovic should have the easy path to the semifinal, and then he'll be a big favorite over Kachanov or Shapovalov, whoever he faces there in the final four. So you would think Djokovic is going to get to the final, even though he hasn't really looked dominant, I would say, here in this Wimbledon. Uh, yeah, lost his opening set. <laughs> yeah, lost his opening set. Uh, and then Kudla took him into a tie break in the third. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a straight set win for Djokovic, but if you watch that match, that was actually a very competitive match and then had the easy win over Garrett in there in the fourth round. So I think Djokovic, the path to the final is pretty clear, but a guy I might be interested in down the board, if you're looking at the futures market, and that might have been adjusted now with Medvedev going out here this morning, Herkic is Matteo Berrettini. Mm -hmm. That yeah. would be the guy I think I would look at. I would like him over Ajay Aliassim, the Canadian. So Berrettini uh, did make the semis at the U.S. Open in 2019. That's the farthest he's ever been. But this is a guy, it's 25. It's kind of steadily been on the rise a little bit. So eventually you got to think he's going to break through. So... I love that you say Veratini, and he the adjusted uh, now yeah. features. He's uh, plus six fifty, so the third betting favorite. Federer's moved to five and a half to one. I did make a play tomorrow. I, I money line parlayed Shapovalov over Karen Hachinov. Shapovalov right now minus two seventy five, and a Veratini minus three hundred. I played him in that match over Felix Auger, Aliassim. Both of those guys I'm betting against are coming off five set matches. Yes. And Veratini though, I like to look at the the combined serve points one plus return points one. If you're getting a guy over a hundred percent. It's usually a pretty good indication that he's having a lot of success uh, in a tournament like that and is going to be a strong bet. He leads the field. He's won almost 77% west of his service mm -hmm. points. He uh, has, has a 97% hold percentage so far and a combined almost 112% uh, combined total points once. That's, that's pretty good. I, I played that parlay. It's minus 118 if you combine those two. Uh, tomorrow we'll take a look at the women's side as we, uh, we continue to see those players progress. On the other side, though, big golf match taking place today in Montana. We're going to talk about that right after this here on the Lombardi Line. As the NHL and NBA playoffs roll on, our experts are covering every angle to find all the betting edges. We're not letting our VEASAN hockey expert, Andy McNeil, uh, hang up his proverbial skates yet. Still got some more handicapping to do, tracking all the NHL action. And our senior NBA analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, continues to bring us all the hoops insights throughout the entire NBA Finals. Not only those experts, but our entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com and our daily members-only best bet email. So now is the time to keep cashing in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back in. It is the Lombardi line here from Las Vegas, joined by Wes Reynolds. I'm Ben Wilson. Uh, a quick uh, update as well on the Wimbledon. We were talking about the men's side and some of our plays for tomorrow, Wes. Uh, Ash Barty really taking Ayat Tomjanovic to the, the woodshed, so to speak. 6-1-4-2 right now for the top-seeded Ash Barty. She likely to face Angelique Kerber. We'll preview those semifinal matches on tomorrow's show. Those will be Thursday. Uh, one line is already out, though. Arena Sabalenka, the two-seed, minus 190 against 
Karolina Pliskova at a plus 170. Pliskova a little, getting yeah. a little bit of money on okay. the opener from what I've seen. I yeah. think it was 185 at a notable faraway place. Now down to 165, 170. Not everybody obviously has everything up waiting for the conclusion of this match. Uh, which uh, Barty, even though uh, she's got a she, uh, Tom Janovich has a break point here, but Barty looks well in control of this match. I couldn't bet her as a preflop future, though, because mm -hmm. Barty, even though she is the best grass court player in the world, it was kind of like with Serena, who eventually withdrew in the first round. They just didn't have any form. They didn't play Eastbourne. They didn't play any of the tune-up events on grass, so you just weren't sure about her, and, and uh, Ash Barty does get broken here, so uh, still right. on serve here in the second Four, set, three. although Ash Barty uh, did win that first set 6-1, to one. so if you look, I just think the draw is kind of a, a, a really evened out for Ash Barty. She had that tough match mm -hmm. in the first round against Suarez Navarro, who's an old wily veteran and has been through this a lot, and that had to go three sets, but then two straight uh, straight sets win over Blinkova, Sinikova, Kretsch Krichikova, 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 rather. Yeah, close the, enough. Uh, yes, uh, close the enough. Uh, French Open uh, winner yeah. who won her first Grand Slam. But the draw is just kind of shaken out for the number one seed, Ash Barty. Looks like she's going to win this match, but still has some work to do in the second set. Yeah, Tamjanovic making it uh, close. I kind of, uh, after the Kerber, I kind of just got the feel, Wes, that the winner of the Goff-Kerber match we saw in the round of 16, I felt like that would be the player with the best chance to come out of things. And, uh, you know, I liked Kerber a little bit. Of course, didn't better. She was 19 to one in the uh, the outright market before that match went to five and a half to one after the win and then uh, and then wins today in straight sets so we'll see what the line is I'd imagine though she'll be a dog that that might be a dog I'd be interested in playing though Kerber over um, Ash Barty maybe on a on a, on well, a total Kerber won't over. be a pushover she is no, one three former slams. champion I, I know at, uh, Wimbledon yeah I know she's 33 and you know on the back nine of the career so to speak but she's she's game and and she's crafty and she's a smart player so you know, Barty, it won't be a cakewalk if Barty gets through, assuming she does today, but Barty should be at least a somewhat size. Yeah, player. no, I'm totally with you on that. We'll find out tomorrow again. We'll give give you our breakdowns of the semifinal matches, see what those lines end up being, and we'll see as well if Ash Barty uh, can hang on. Again, uh, as as you know, with Wes Reynolds here on the desk, host of VEASAN's Long Shots with Brady Cannon. They are covering all the, the golf events every week, but the one event that you guys aren't able to cover on your show since it starts uh, this afternoon, and you guys, uh, your, your show will be on uh, tonight here, and we'll have the podcast up later this afternoon as well but that is the match headed to uh, big sky and uh, moonlight basin in big sky montana so uh, just looking at some of the movement here you have uh, tom brady and uh, phil mickelson paired against bryson dechambeau and aaron Rodgers. we saw this initially post i think it was what the minus 150 range immediately mm -hmm. bet up pretty pretty heavily uh, since then we've seen a little back and forth and uh, you see on your graphic right now via BetMGM down to minus 175. This has been as high, I think, as 185. Wes Rogers and Shambo against Brady and Mickelson coming back at plus 140. This will start at 5 o'clock Eastern uh, later this afternoon. Modified alternate shot. They go best ball off the tee, then alternate shot. After that, with the football players, they get the, they get the advantage. Nice little uh, forward tee action there, West, how do you handicap a match like this? Now that we've seen three of these and people mm -hmm. are used to either getting burnt, maybe on betting the big favorites, like we saw with uh, with Charles Barkley and them, them winning the match three. How do you, uh, now that we've seen some of these play out in the past, how do you look at a match like this? I think, you, look, you can shop around here, and I basically just bet this for interest just to have yeah. something to root for here. But uh, anything above 150. I think is a take on Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson because uh, for really a couple reasons, if you look on the Mickelson side, he had any number of options where he could have played this week. This is a week before a major. So Phil Mickelson throughout his entire career has always played the week before a major in some kind of event. He could have played at the John Deere classic, which he never really does. He could have played overseas at the Scottish Open, which he usually does go over and do. He won it years ago at Loch Lomond uh, about, uh, you know, in the early 2000s. So he usually plays that event, and he is not going to play that. He also could have played the U.S. Senior Open this week in Omaha at Omaha Country Club. Elected not to do that and pursue a major on the Champions Tour. So he is playing this. So that tells me 
you know, as much as he's funny and affable and smiling and laughing Phil, that he's going to take this seriously. And he elected to go ahead and compete here. If you look in terms of who the better quarterback is, the better playing quarterback in terms of a handicap is Aaron Rodgers. He's listed, I think, on the index at 4.6 at Green Bay Country Club, but he's only posted four scores there this Mm. year. They were all in the past month, so he has been (laughs) practicing. 87, 80, 83, and 83. And look, he spends a lot of his time in Los Angeles and he doesn't really play a lot out there in California. So he's actually done most of his golf in Green Bay. Now, whether he's going to be taking snaps in Green Bay, that still has yet to be resolved. I think that's what it's going to be. You look on the Tom Brady side, Brady's handicap is a little bit over an eight an 8.1. He plays out of Seminole country, our golf club down there in Juneau beach, Florida, where you have a lot of PGA tour pros that are members, Ricky Fowler, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, and his father, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of PGA tour pros play out of there. So I do like Brady and Mickelson here in this spot because you wonder with Bryson DeChambeau's mindset right now, he just split from Miscatti last week, had a guy, an official and executive from Cobra golf on the bag in Detroit, missed the cut by one last week. So you got to wonder where his mindset is a little bit. And I think Phil and Brady having participated in one of these before gives them a little bit of an advantage. So I think you'd want to target the number of 150 or above. And if you could find that, I think Brady and Mickelson is a play in the match this afternoon. That, that's the, the deep dive anal- analysis we love out of U.S. rounds. Do you know, like, the starter at Green Bay Country Club or, you know, so like Bob from Oostburg? I like do not. Know? I just happen to find the handicap index, which you can look up and you can find if you do okay. a little bit of a search here. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> Rodgers has a little bit of the advantage, though, in the yeah. qu- as a quarterback, and that's why I think that they're the favorite. And, obviously, Mickelson is 51 and DeChambeau seemingly in the prize- right. prime of his career. But I think Brady and Mickelson All- is the underdog worth the price above one. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, look, we've seen Steph Curry look shaky in his first one of these. We've seen Brady and Peyton Manning each look shaky. This is Rogers' first one of these. Brady has been there. So would not surprise me, Wes, if that comes to fruition. We do get a, a minor upset today in the match. When we come back, we're joined by Will Hill from Point Spread Weekly right after this. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA Finals game. And either team, it's a three-pointer, regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use bonus code VEASAN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the Finals more than ever with BetMGM. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of older. Of age or older to wager Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. And in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. We're back here on the Lombardi line. Ben Wilson with you on a Tuesday morning here in Las Vegas, uh, just past noon on the East Coast, joined by Wes Reynolds here in studio as we bring in one of our Points Red Weekly contributors in Will Hill. Kind enough to uh, give us some time as we are on the precipice, Will, game one of the NBA Finals. Wes and I were just having a discussion a little bit uh, earlier in the show how we've seen a lot of movement on the total so far after last night's announcement. Giannis and Denacumpo doubtful to play in uh, game one tonight. Seen it at bet uh, as high as 219 at bet MGM 219 and a half behind us at the South Point. What have you what have you made of this big move here uh, to the total so far? First of all, I'm enjoying the show, guys. You guys are a good duo. I would say you're like Tom Coverdale and Jared <laughs> Jeffries, but I don't know if you're old enough to get the reference. No I way. know West is. No way. Yeah. Try again. Um, <laughs> if it didn't happen within the last five years, Ben Ben might not. Yeah, uh, that's that's very that's very fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the under here. I think we might be looking at some ugly games. I think Milwaukee, especially without Giannis, might want some ugly games to keep the score down, give themselves a chance here. I just think these have been the two best teams defensively in the playoffs. They've both been pr uh, prone to droughts offensively. I mean, Milwaukee, they've had their share of eight for 36, five, th five from 31 from three. Uh, Phoenix, if they're not getting the three ball to go, their offense can be bogged down at times. Uh, I think Paul really likes to slow the pace down, play the mid-range game. They don't attempt a lot of threes. Phoenix, um, which is almost as important as making them, is getting a lot of threes up, just, just to get the math in your favor. Um, neither team is great at getting to the line. Both are good at not fouling. So I think, you know, as an overbetter, you know, those free throws are really your friend when you can get guys to the foul line, get points added to the scoreboard without the clock moving. So I think without a lot of fouling, with, with some suspect shooting, with good defense, I think we could be looking at some uglier games. I do like the under here in game one. And, Will, you also like the Phoenix Suns in the series, and I think for pretty good reason. They actually have the most road wins in the league, and the team that's done that has won eight of the last 13 titles. Even keeping in mind Giannis's health, obviously that's a reason why Phoenix is the favorite. What else drove you to the Suns here in this series? Well, I think home court. I think they're deeper. I like their bench better. I like their coach better. Uh, and again, Giannis, I mean, I, I like to look at these series, and even if I don't bet it, I like to you know just get my mind working and, and look at correct series score markets. Uh, I think when you do bet them, you get some good payout. You don't have to hit every game correctly. You don't have to hit the spread correctly. You just, you know what, Suns in six, you get plus 375 or plus 400, just an example. I, I like to think of that just directionally in terms of the series. I have a hard time picking an exact number of games because I just don't know Giannis's health. And mm -hmm. if he's relatively healthy, I could see this Suns in six or seven. I think there's a scenario here where, you know, he doesn't play for a couple games. When he does come back, he's nowhere near himself, and it's Suns and, and five, and dare I say four. I know that's disrespectful, but look, I just think Giannis is so reliant on his athleticism, his explosiveness, 
you know, he's not Curry or Durant or Harden where you could just leave him in the corner. And as long as he's out there, you have to guard him. He needs his athleticism. He needs to be able to explode, you know, to Euro step and then dunk on your head. That's his whole game. He's not a shooter. So I think it could be tricky reintegrating him if he's less than a hundred percent. Um, you know, I just don't, I just don't see a scenario where he's healthy enough where the, the bucks actually win this series. So I'm going to pick the suns. I'm going to lay the, whatever it is, minus 175, minus 180. I do think they're a good bet to win the series. And, you know, if you had to twist my arm and force me shorter series, longer series, I'd probably lean shorter series at this point, just because I'm, I'm skeptical of Giannis coming back and being the Giannis, the two-time MVP that we know. And, and it's not, not just his offensive impact. He's a hell of a defensive player when he's healthy. And it's, like I said, his game is all predicated on athleticism and explosiveness. Interesting. Uh, not the Will Hill, by the way. Follow him at as a Will Hill, Point Spread Weekly contributor, joins us right now on the Lombardi line. And what's interesting, too, you mentioned how tough it is to try and figure out these exact uh, series game markets. And what is, I guess, nice now about getting to the NBA Finals is, especially here, at least in the Nevada jurisdictions and across the, you know, the BetMGM and other books as well, do this uh, with, with the marketplace. You can now bet these sort of grouped scores where you could bet, I mean, Suns win either in a sweep or in five. That's plus 225. Suns in either six or in seven at uh, plus 150. My first thought on this, like, I'm not really sold either way on a side, but I do think this is going to be a longer series that'll be more tightly competitive. Like a, a plus 150 on a Suns in six or seven, that's not bad when you're considering it is now been bet up to minus 190 uh, on the other side. But you certainly seem to be leaning uh, to to the under on that. Are you are you going to be brave enough to take a shot at one of those groupings, Suns in four or five at uh, two at two and a quarter? Is there enough value for, for you on that to take a stab at either one of those? No, I mean, if I was, like I said, I, was, I, I saw out there that was Suns to sweep was plus 900. That won't actually tempt me a little bit just because I think there's a very good chance the Suns go back to Milwaukee up two games to none, whether it's Giannis doesn't play at all or whether he's not 100% and they just save him for game three. And then you can kind of hedge your way towards a profit there if you're up to going back to Milwaukee. Um, I do think the Bucks still have good players, good defensive personnel. Holiday's obviously a really good player in, uh, you know, Middleton. And if they, they're due to hit some threes, I think they've, they've been a poor shooting team in these playoffs. I think they're a little better than they've shown. So there's still some talent on the Bucks roster, but I mean, man, you, you look at this team and it's an NBA finals team and their offense is built around Brooke Lopez and Middleton and holiday. It's just, just not an ideal NBA, uh, NBA finals team here. And will uh, it, Another angle to bet this series, obviously, if you're looking at more of the Suns' favor, and you are, is Chris Paul to win the MVP. And I know the odds have been cut. I think it's 3-2 to two now here at BetMGM a couple weeks ago when there were more teams. It was about 8-1. to one. But I think that this is a way to play the Suns if you don't want to lay the series price. I think if they win this series, Chris Paul is going to get the MVP. Unless Devin Booker, I know we've seen on a lot of the national shows, is Devin Booker the next Kobe Bryant? And he's very good. And he's going to be an all-star in this league for a long time, as long as he wants or as long as he stays healthy. But... I think Devin Booker just has to be scoring 40 plus almost every single game to be able to take this from Chris Paul, because we know with these awards, lifetime achievement award. And I think that that absolutely matters. And you like Chris Paul here at plus 175. Bingo. You said, it. I mean, he took the words right out of my mouth. I think it's a lot like the quarterback in the Super Bowl where look, you know, the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP. I mean, Tampa's going to win it. Roger uh, Brady's going to get it. And, and, you know, Mahomes with the chiefs, it's just, it's a lifetime achievement awards. It's a sentimental favorite. You know, these, these media guys, these writers, they love a good story. They love to have their heartstrings tugged on. And, you know, we could talk about Paul. He's never been to a finals, never won a finals, never won an MVP. It would just be such a great story for him to it, it, this late in his career, 15 years in his career to uh to win a finals mvp so i think like you said unless booker goes absolutely bonkers or unless the bucks win the series i think it's paul's uh paul's award to win the one thing that might make paul betters nervous i did play this a month ago chris paul 30 to 1 to win mvp and i've had some rough luck with futures lately with the sixers and the islanders uh bubba watson a couple years ago so hoping to get off the schneid and, and cash a big ticket here with chris paul but i still do like it uh plus 150 plus 175 i think you know you're really tying the suns to chris paul here i think there's a high correlation between Chris Paul getting this award and the Suns winning it. Yeah, I would just say too. Well, I mean, the one I think the thing might, might assuage some of your concerns here. Let's just think from a defensive matchup perspective. It's, we've obviously done a spent a lot of time trying to figure out, all right, who will Drew Holiday focus his attention on? And you would think, right, Devin Booker. So, uh, if that is the case, then maybe at least from a statistical angle, I know you know Wes covers the kind of the media narratives here, and I think there's a lot of validity to that. But you think about that too. That that could be a source there of some offense uh, in a 
addition for Chris Paul if you have Holiday kind of spending the bulk of his time uh, on uh, Devin Booker. Do want to transition, though, before we uh, let you go, some of your plays today. I know you've touched on some of the NBA Finals, these series-long bets, but uh, here we love a good cross-sports parlay. Uh, who doesn't love that? Well, uh, we've got a DeGrom Day going on today as the Mets take on the Brewers. Kind of interesting to see a team in the Brewers who was like a $2 favorite over the weekend against the Pirates. Well, now they're greater than a $2 underdog against the, uh, the New York Mets today and Jacob DeGrom. But again, it's Jacob DeGrom. So how did you attack this with the huge line paired with what we've just talked about in this uh, Bucks suns game one tonight? Yeah, well, Jacob DeGrom is pretty good at baseball. I mean, I know you guys bring me on for this brilliant Mm -hmm. insight. Yeah, Um, this could be a a playoff preview. These are both two teams I'm really high on. I got some uh, future division tickets on. Uh, Good game last night. Mets actually beat Woodruff in, in what was a really good win for them. I was on the wrong side of, but a, a good win for the Mets. Look, I'm not in, in the business, in the habit of laying $2.60 on a, a given game. I think you could take the Mets on the money line. You could take the Suns on the money line because I'm not laying six there. I think those games could be closer. I, I'm not crazy about laying six with the Suns offense. And I'm actually going to call an audible here. I'll add in the lightning. If you put the three of those in a money line parlay, you get plus, uh, I think it's plus 175 or so, it, it plus 180. I think the three of those are, are all good bets to tie in together. So, you know, Mets, Suns, Lightning, some sort of combination of those, I think. Uh, instead of la- Yeah, instead of laying the big number, I think you can get a, a plus number, and I think that's a okay. good bet. Well, got about a minute to go here, but want to get this one in. Phillies against the Cubs, and Phillies have taken the money and looks like some of your money. Cubs now one game under 500 have absolutely fallen on hard times, but is this more of a fade of the Cubs or more that you see something here with Aaron Nola? little of both. I think Ariad is going to get hit hard. He's been hit hard a lot this year. Uh, some of the numbers reflect it. Some of some of them don't. But I just think this is a pitching mismatch. Two teams going in different directions. The Cubs are, are in total free fall mode. Uh, I think we knew as they were even tied for first place in the mix for the division that they weren't going to be hanging around. They really didn't have the staying power. Uh, they might be more sellers at the deadline going forward. And I just like the Phillies here. Uh, better pitching matchup, better lineup, and uh much stronger team, in my opinion, is the Phillies. So I'll, I'll lay them with the short price. Again, Will Hill, kind enough to join us here on the Lombardi line. Follow him at not the Will Hill Point Spread Weekly Contributor. You, you and no West, you're going oppo on a couple of these. West likes to the uh, over tonight in game one. Uh, he might Ooh. think this goes a little bit longer of a, of a series here. So uh, the good news is one of you guys is going to win. Well, something. I'm not betting the so, Bucks series until they well, lose tonight. That's so I'm, I'm waiting to see. Hopefully Will right. is right, and then maybe I can get a decent number on Milwaukee. Yeah, there you go. My point being, Will. Good luck, and good luck to you, Wes. May the forces align. Good luck to everyone. Good luck to everybody. Yes. Thanks for joining us, man. Take care. Thanks, Will. All right. vcin.com slash subscribe. Check it out. See you guys. Thanks. Absolutely. All right. We've got some updates to get you on. Final score in the last remaining Wimbledon match. We'll tell you about that on the other side. Get into some more NBA props in Hour 2 right here on the Lombardi Line. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 